Good evening, everyone. Friends, our first reading, uh, God feeds his people in the desert, even though they're grumbling against him, and uh, things got a little bit tough, and they didn't like it. And um, we see God's response. He feeds them. And uh, our second reading, Paul urges the Ephesians to live their lives in keeping with their baptismal calling, as we would understand it. And um, the first reading, if you will, the feeding in the desert with manna is regarded as a classic symbol of God's care for his people. I brought that up last weekend with you. Jesus, too, uh, fed people who were hungry. Uh, but the gospel makes it clear that Jesus did not come merely to satisfy that physical hunger. He had come to give heavenly bread that people would eat, and when they would eat this, they would never die. The manna of Moses uh, nourished people physically and sustained life temporarily for them. The bread that Jesus is will nourish people spiritually and sustain life eternally for them. The bread in question is for sure the word of the Lord. Um, I say that because, you know, within the Christian denominations, there's argument about what Jesus is talking about. And we certainly know for a fact that he's talking about the very word of God and his teaching. But uh, let us not be blind to the fact that our Lord also meant the Eucharist. Very clearly, he meant the Eucharist. Friends, last weekend we began hearing from the sixth chapter of John's Gospel. And this is known as the Bread of Life discourse in this chapter. It is a very long chapter, and it needs to be broken up at five weekend liturgies. And uh, as you heard, I'm going to take a little, a week away, a week and a half away, and uh, um, I'm going to try and, being Father Mark, I'm going to try and cover something from next week. Because uh, Father Pike is very, uh, he's more senior than I am. I mean, he's been a priest longer. He'll be, he's fully capable. But um, we look at this chapter, and the chapter unfolds the teaching of Jesus, which proclaimed the purpose of his coming as manifested in the gift of himself as the bread of life as the living bread of life, as the Holy Eucharist, in order to fully perceive the beauty and the meaning of the picture that St. John the Evangelist is painting for us in this, in this very important chapter. It really needs to be read as a whole uh, in one sitting, but we can't do that uh, with Sunday. Um, so very quickly, the story began last week with the great sign of the barley loaves and the fish. And Jesus fed 5,000 men. Of course, there was more present, so it's more uh, with these barley loaves and a couple fish. And the importance of the event can be seen in the fact that it is, again, as I told you last week, one of the only miracles, as the, uh, the synoptic gospel writers put it, uh, John calls it a sign, uh, but it appears in all the gospels, uh, this account of the feeding. The manner in which it is related by each evangelist makes Roman Catholics think of the Eucharist. And St. John, for example, in his version says that Jesus gave thanks before he distributed the bread. The word in his original Greek for giving thanks, you guys already know what that is, don't you? Eucharistine, Eucharist, Thanksgiving, Eucharist, Mass, Thanksgiving. The point of the story is that Jesus had in mind something more than just ordinary food. 
this Sunday, the scene shifts from the shore of the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus worked the loaves and the fish, and now he's uh, in the synagogue at Capernaum, where Jesus preached, if you will, a homily on the Eucharist, Eucharistine, the bread of life. Jesus began this homily, as I call it, by calling for faith and trust in him, the one that God has sent into the world, the one that God has set his seal upon. The people knew that if God placed his seal upon a person, that person was of God, and God would fulfill all that that person said because God is faithful. More importantly, all that the person uh, said then would be true. The people were to trust and to have confidence and faith in the one that God places his seal upon. Such faith is necessary uh, since accepting the Eucharist depends entirely on the word of Jesus Christ, of what he has said about it, his truth about it. If you cannot trust him, then you will not have an understanding of the Eucharist. Next Sunday, the gospel continues, and Jesus um, will continue his discourse on the bread of life. In that part of the discourse, if you will, Jesus makes a transition from faith in him to the gift. Now, uh, the one belief, trusting in Jesus and everything he says, then leads to the other, belief in the Eucharist. The fourth Sunday, Jesus clearly and without equivocation proclaims his doctrine. That's my word for it, his doctrine. He declares in no uncertain terms. I'm going ahead. You'll see this. Uh, let's see what we have next week. And then we have uh, the Feast of Assumption. And then they'll come back to John's discourse. Uh, the bread, Jesus says, the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And after a negative reaction from the crowd, he speaks more emphatically because the gnaw, gnawing, because the people were confused. And he's like, let, let, me, let me make sure you're not confused. So he uses a word that they understood as chew, chewing. Now, I know sometimes we say, I need you to go and chew on this for a little while. No, 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 no. That's not the word he was using. The word was gnaw, to gnaw on it. And uh, Jesus would say, my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. He makes the transition from the Word of God and everything else, and all that is the bread of life. He is the bread of life, but he makes that transition to the Eucharist then. And uh, the final Sunday presents then this great challenge. The people may not remain indifferent to the promise of Jesus. Once they have heard his teaching, they must either accept it or reject it. St. John tells us that many of his disciples broke away from him and would not remain present to him any longer. John 6, 6, 6. Gnaw on that for a little bit. Yeah, I thought I would point that out before I leave about that part. John 6, 6, 6 is where they decided to break away from him and go off in a different direction. Even the apostles had to make up their minds. And remember this very famous piece that happens. Jesus says to Peter, do you want to leave me also? 
because I told you you must eat gnaw on my flesh and drink my blood. And Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. So my friends, I encourage all of you to read the whole sixth chapter of John in one sitting. If you must, open your bottle of wine. <laughs> and enjoy the chapter. But read it. It should really be read, but in our lecture we can't do it that way. So it, it breaks it into pieces and we lose it when you sit and you read the whole chapter. It makes more sense. And uh, that will help you to appreciate, to come to believe the Lord's teaching on the Eucharist and the church's doctrine on the Holy Eucharist that we celebrate on the altar. And my friends, um, Jesus understood, um, when I look at the chapter, Jesus understood uh, about the, the physical hunger of people. It's not that he didn't. I mean, he fed people. He understood. Um, he understood these things, but um, he meant much more than that. And uh, I was contemplating these things, and I know today um, there's hunger. The human heart hungers for many things, and some of the hungering that the human heart has should not be fed because it will lead to wickedness and to your destruction. We see that now with all the different addictions and, and everything that goes on. But there are some hungers. People hunger for love. People hunger for understanding. Those things, they have to be addressed. People hunger for hope. It has to be addressed. And for me, as your pastor, it's been addressed by Jesus. I have what you need. I have these things. The other things will not last. They are temporary. And they will never fully satiate, fill you. But I can do this if you would come to me. People who search for meaning, and uh, they want more than to just exist in this world. And Jesus says, follow me, because I am God's truth. And his seal is upon me. He is saying, follow me, because I am the truth that saves. I am the truth that gives meaning to your present life. I am the truth that guarantees a future beyond human death. The truth that gives life to this world. My friends, I want you to cherish these guarantees of Christ and to follow him and to be truly his disciples. We have many people who say, I'm a disciple, but they are not. They're on the fence. In John's chapter 6, people had to make a decision. Either you accept all that he says, or you can accept none of it. You can't piecemeal it, and you cannot, well, I accept Jesus on these things, but the rest of it I don't agree with. That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know how you, <laughs> I don't know how people think that way. I want the bread of his words to calm your hearts when times are rough and to fortify your hope. I also want you to take this truth to other people 
because they're your friends who no longer come. For whatever the reason, take this truth that Jesus has what they need. He is the very bread of life. He is the only truth that matters. And on the one whom God has put his seal, and for that he can be trusted. Tell them that Jesus merits their attention and ultimately their love and that they will not be disappointed. For he alone will take them from just existing in this world to having true life, life to the full. My friends, one of the parish secretaries said, Father, whenever you leave to go away for a little bit, um, you always hit us hard and make it a somber homily. <laughs> I hope I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't know I did that. So it's good that they pointed out to me that I do that. Um, but uh, know that I'll, you'll be in my prayers. And uh, um, I did the best that I could to get coverage for the parish. So we got to pray for vocations to the priesthood, to the diaconate, to the consecrated life. Um, so uh, it's difficult. I know that I'm we don't have Mass uh, as we normally do, and other sacraments won't be happening while I'm gone. So um, it's kind of hard on me when I leave you guys that way. Uh, but I will be back shortly. My friends, Jesus said many, many things. He said this was the bread of life. He is. Uh, everything he says is true. He has also said other things. He has given us a warning about those who do not believe in him. I want you to think about that also. Because I tell you everything about heaven and tell you about how God loves you and that's all true. But Jesus also gave warnings. Uh, so I want you to think about those also. Because everything he has said is true. <laughs>